Havala Kennington, and this is the Havala Kennington Podcast. I'm excited that you're joining me today, and we have some things to talk about. And you may recognize me from Jesus Culture or Bethel TV, or you may have done an online study, Good Stuff, Radical Growth, I Do Hard Things, and I hope you're signed up for our new upcoming study, Eat, Pray, Hustle. But today we're going to jump in to the topic of overcoming self-doubt. I was not always a confident person. I grew up in a great family. I have a great mom and dad who gave me the gift of a great childhood, the gift of knowing Jesus at a young age. And you think sometimes one plus one equals two, but that is not always the case. And at an early age, I began to struggle with self-doubt because I struggled with my academics. I struggled with learning disabilities, and I was not good at reading and writing. I was not good at communicating uh, and really communicating things in school, so I just assumed I was not good at much in life. And when the Lord began to speak to my life about being used by Him, uh, touching the world around me, I very much dealt and struggled with the reality that I didn't feel like I had much to offer him and really the world around me. And so I had to go after self-doubt. I had to go after the part of me that was confident that Jesus could do a lot, but not a lot through me. And now I really could say I don't struggle with much self-doubt but it has been a 20-year journey, and I want to help you wherever you are, you, wherever, whatever season you're in, I think I can help you where you're not going to have to go through as long a season as I've had to go through, and I want to help give you some real quick tools that will get you on your way to living this life. You know, this podcast is all about giving you the next step. It's all about helping you wherever you are to living a life as a Christ follower, as a person who has given their life to the kingdom of God. So here's what I want to say about self-doubt. The first thing that changed my life early on when I was 17 and a half and I gave my life to Christ wholeheartedly, never looked back, and have has I have never regretted it from this day forward. And that is the first thing that helped me is that I hung out with Jesus. And I don't mean like I attended church or I would listen to a Christian radio driving around or I'd go to a conference here and there. I mean, I hung out with him. I would get up during the day and I would open my Bible. I would ask him what he was thinking. I would spend time hearing the Holy Spirit speak to me and I wanted to know what he was saying. I wanted to hear his voice. I wanted to be, I wanted to encounter him on a regular basis. And I wanted to change. I didn't know, I don't think I necessarily wanted to change my life. I wanted to know what he and who he was and what he was really thinking about. And when I began to encounter him, it began to change me. You see, when you encounter God, you're going to encounter faith for you. You're going to encounter the best type of parent you could ever imagine. And he's going to be rooting for you, cheering you on. And he's going to say, here's what we can do with your life. And it's going to take your breath away, but it's the right thing. 
So the first thing is you got to hang out with him. And the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice, which means we're not hearing it like a telephone game. Remember that game where we heard it uh, far away or we're not playing it where somebody's telling us a message for someone else? No, no, no. We're up close and personal. God, what are you saying to me today? I need to know what you're saying. And there's a few ways we can do that. Obviously, the word gives us his voice. Um, We can hear it through worship, singing to him. We can hear it through encounter. We can hear it through prayer. Uh, And those are ways we connect with him. But you got to hang out with him. And there's just no substitute for personal connection. That will start to attack your self-doubt because where God is, there is no self-doubt, okay? The second thing I would recommend is you have to build your confidence through consistency, What I mean by that is, if you're not a real confident person, then there's not a switch that's going to go off. I often thought that courage was this switch. You know, we sing these songs, you make me brave, I'm going to walk on the water, as if it's this kind of light switch in our lives, and someone switches switches it on and we now are brave. Um, That's not really how it works. It's a consistent, practiced lifestyle that we have to walk out on a daily basis. So for me, it was uh, praying out loud for the first time and being scared doing it, but doing it. It was opening a service for the first time. It was walking up to someone I had never met and praying for them for the first time. It was to, uh, you know, preaching for five minutes and then 10 minutes and 30 minutes. And then it was doing it over and over and over year after year to where my anxiety went away, my self-doubt went away and the consistency, uh, the muscle that was in me began to grow and strengthen to where I began to grow and, and I began to form a habit of confidence. So for some of us, um, you, it feels like a mountain to climb. Confidence is this mountain. That how am I going to climb this? Well, you're not. You're going to put one foot in front of the other and you're going to try. You're going to try and you're going to realize that you're, you may not have climbed a mountain, but you've climbed a molehill. You know, you've climbed the little hill in front of you and that's called building confidence and it's through consistency. Okay, number, two, number three in my overcoming self-doubt is that you have to stop looking around. You have to stop looking at other people's social feeds. You have to stop looking at the kids at school. You have to stop looking at the books. You have to stop imagining or watching your mom, how she did it, or your sister-in-law, how she's doing it, or how your pastor's doing it. You have to get the other pictures away from you, the other storylines away from you. And you have to say, this is my moment. This is my story. And you have to say, uh, I'm going to just keep my eyes on what I'm called to do, and I'm building this confidence today. So someone else's crazy self-confidence can look overpowering and way more than you. But you know what? It's It's your victory. It's your moment. So don't look around. Stop the voices that are around you and begin to get... Uh, more of a real, like a realistic confidence. So if you're watching these crazy people around you that are super confident, then go to someone who's building their confidence and hang out with them 
and someone who has your personality, someone who is stepping out that you knew, know, knew, uh, that you know it cost them a lot to do, and be around them and begin to build it that way. So stop, stop looking around and stop comparing yourself. The Bible says, he who compares himself is not wise. So don't be a fool, okay? <laughs> All right, the fourth way is this. You have to, you have to start celebrating your small success. So confidence comes when you begin to celebrate the fact that you did it. It may not have uh, changed amazing, it may not have changed someone's life. It may not have, um, you know, orbited the, the, the planets, but it, it was the moment and you didn't change, you didn't stop, you did exactly what you set out to do and that is success. You have to celebrate it. You cannot expect those around you to celebrate your success. You cannot expect them to see what it took for you to do it. Oftentimes, when we are victims to our life or we are we lack confidence and we have a lot of self-doubt, we will become addicted to people's praise. So this is really important that we just begin to celebrate God in us. We begin to ask Him what He thinks there are many years in my own life where I would go and preach a, at a message service or I would lead a Bible study or I would do what God asked me to do and I would go home that evening. I would close everything out. And I would sit on the bottom of my bed and I would say, okay, God, what did you think about that? Now, tell me, Dad, what did you think about that? And getting in a habit where we shut out the voices of the really high praise and the really low criticism, and we go back to the one that called us, and we say, what did you think? If we can get into that habit, it keeps us really safe. And I like to say, I don't listen to those that are very extreme in their praise. That was the best I've ever heard. You're the best I've ever seen. This, you've changed my, you know, it's never been this way. And I also don't listen to the crit, the really critical because I find oftentimes both of those are skewed and they're not really balanced perspectives. I like to listen to feedback that are a little more in the middle. And then lastly is this, you need to find a hero, a confidence hero, someone who has been where you are and has now like dealt with with a bunch of self-doubt, dealt with not knowing if they could do it, dealt with a fear and anxiety, or even dealt with Maybe they were good at one area of their lives, but they transitioned and they've conquered another area and they're doing it. Maybe they they were a successful business marketplace uh, entrepreneur, but they weren't they weren't a parent before. They weren't maybe a Christian before. And now they're a they're they're succeeding in that. They're a parent, they're a successful parent, they're a successful spouse. They're they're growing in their Christian walk, and you're watching them navigate that in their life, and you can say, that is, I could, I like that. That's my kind of hero. And you need to get around those type of people. That will build your self-confidence. That message that says, if you can do it, I can do it, will change your reality. So I encourage you today, there's nothing wrong with dealing with self-doubt. But if you stay there, you won't have the life that God's called you to live. And Jesus didn't die on the cross so you could be filled with doubt. He died on the cross so you could live out in confidence uh, what he he came to give you. So 
today. Go after these things. Revisit this podcast if you need to. Write them on your mirror. Write them on your on your phone and revisit these thoughts. Overcome self-doubt. It will change your life and build that confidence. I'm always honored that you listen to me. Always, always honored. And if you got something out of this, don't forget to leave a comment. I read each and every one. And if you think somebody would enjoy this podcast and only if you think they would enjoy this podcast, this one episode, please share that with them. This is how we get our word out. And this is really what we're in it for is to give these messages uh, to those that really would get something out of this. So um, I love you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to sign up for Eat, Pray, Hustle. It starts January 1st and it's completely free. A journey for 20 days to dream chasing God's way. Have a great day and I'll catch you next time. 